Yo, what's good, everybody? It is Thursday, March the 18th, 2021. And this is, this is different. This is a relief. This is a OG Anything Goes episode from your boy, Travis Bethay, Streets, Vaughn, whatever you want to call me. But um, today I'm I'm at the crib, you know what I'm saying, where it all started, in the kitchen, you know what I mean? Or uh, I really and truly started from the car, the sun and the sunroom in Alaris, the balcony in Kernersville, Renee's crib. Um, I've been all over the place with this, but... And I'm not in studio today, so the audio was going to be a little different. You probably can hear the animals chirping in the background. Let me close the door because I don't want y'all to be like, dang, every time we hear, dude, there's some animals somewhere. <laughs> um, man, but it's good to, to, to talk to y'all. I hadn't realized that I haven't put out a full podcast, an Anything Goes podcast episode since January. And that's crazy because this is my baby. I feel like I'm neglecting y'all. You know, we put in so much work uh, starting back in September of 2019 up until now. And I can't slack off with the podcast because this is what y'all know me for. Since, you know, the last time we talked, you know, I've started the Center Stage podcast, which is strictly for YouTube, just like just as well as the Legends of the Fall series is strictly for YouTube. But I started the Center Stage podcast, which is an in-studio podcast, and it's centered around musical artists, you know, rappers, singers, producers, uh, probably incorporate videographers as well poets but you know I I told y'all last year that I wanted to definitely keep this train moving keep it going keep it growing build a bigger base and everything so that's what I've been doing but I can't neglect y'all I you know I did a podcast episode a few weeks ago but it was strictly visual the audio wasn't um uploaded to the to the stream or whatever the case may be and that's okay but you know today i said oh i gotta get back to it it's been uh a too long and it's it's too much to talk about but i won't be with y'all long I'll probably give y'all an hour you know as i used to do all the time and I never forget this, and I never will deviate from how I start things off, especially when it's just me solo. How y'all doing? I hope that you're doing okay. I hope that your week is going well. It's Thursday, Friday Eve. It's been one of those uh, hectic work weeks. Well, I'm not going to lie. My work week after Tuesday has been cool. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not letting my job stress me out anymore. And I hope that you guys have taken that same approach and you're doing what you have to do for self. You know, self-care, self-love, self-health, self-help is the biggest investment you can make in, in into you. So, you know, Take a break sometime when you're working, and a lot of us are working from home. Even if you're in the office, man, you know, go walk around, clear your mind, make sure that you're doing that so you won't get overwhelmed because nothing's cool about that. So I had to get that out the way. Y'all know I have to shout out my brother. You know, and I'm going to do, do a few more shout outs in the beginning, and then we'll get rolling. Shout out to my brother, Reggie, you know, Reginald Glenn, you know that he is a, a part owner of two gyms. One is in Jamestown, and that's near High Point. And the other one is right here in the city, Winston-Salem, North Carolina on Patterson Avenue, the north side. Y'all know, as always, man, 
holler at my boy. If you trying to lose those pounds, those inches, or you trying to get, you know, gain weight, gain muscle mass, holler at my boy. He's RG Fitness 3-4 or Trey 4 on um, Instagram. And he's Reginald Glenn on Facebook. Let him know that his brother Streets sent you. You might get you might get a discount, but you probably won't. But just let him know I sent him your way, and he'll get you right to work. Now I'm telling you, do not go in there expecting him to be Mr. Nice Guy. You know he is team light skin, <laughs> but that's my brother. I love him, brother from another. But he's going to make sure that you get in shape, and he's going to drop jewels on you while you're in there. So definitely take advantage of him. He's here. Utilize him. He's great at what he does. I also have to shout out this very, very special young lady in my life who uh, moved back to the city in uh, 2019. She's been a, a huge supporter and a, a big advocate for the podcast, for the Millionaire Vision Company brand and she is my assistant she's made things happen since she's came on board and that's my girl Leela she definitely has uh, bought value and um has been just a big help to me in this crazy business world you know what I mean just getting things done when I can't get them done oh and there goes the thunderstorm so y'all be careful out there if you're traveling home from work or if you're at home. Make sure your cell phones are charged up, etc. But back to the to the topic. You know, I wanna shout her out. She never asks for recognition. She's like, hey, I'm here for you. I'm here to make sure that you're okay. I'm gonna protect your brand. I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z. So shout out to her. Thank you. I appreciate you for all that you do. You know, middle of the night, if I got a plan or I need to just holler at you about something. You always pick up the phone, tell me to pull up, or we hop on FaceTime. I appreciate you. Thank you. So, and shout out to everybody else in the city. Let me put it like that. Shout out to my boy Texas down in uh, the 704 doing his thing. But shout out to the entire city of Winston-Salem who, you know, the movers and the shakers. I see y'all. I salute y'all, man. My, my my cousin, you know, I call a lot of y'all my cousins because we are linked in some type of way and, and family ties or our parents were really, really close. So I've just been around you so much that you feel like fam. But shout out to Kwafi. Um, he's doing his thing with the music. He's told me like, hey, Cuzzo, if you need anything, let me know. I appreciate that. To my homeboy, Third, the Rich Minds brand, you know, rep the city. We definitely uh, have done business together. He like, hey, I got you forever. Don't worry about it. I support what you do. So shout out to him. Thank him. Um, just for, you know, everybody in the city that's moving and shaking. Shout out to my boy, LB, another family member who just won an award because of the outstanding and amazing work that he does. All the movers and shakers, for real. I appreciate y'all. Special shout out to my my partner in crime, my boy Dwayne Chandler. I always call him Pitt. I call him Pittsburgh because when I met him, he like, yeah, they call me Pittsburgh because I'm from Pittsburgh. So I, I call him that now. It stuck with him and it stuck with me. You know, we were cool back in the day we always show love to each other as seniors in high school and he has his dab brand you know his his um his brand is so dope because this dude is a, a genius when he talks to people and they give him a vision of what they want he always brings it to life man the dude shoots videos he vlogs he has a youtube channel check him out Bro, I appreciate everything that you do for me. Word up. Because without you, they wouldn't get the visuals that they get, man. So, salute. I thank you. Y'all in the city have been making me feel like for the last month or two that I've been being stagnant. And I've been pretty consistent with working. But that just shows you. And I'm not in competition with anybody. It's, it's no competition. I promise y'all. But y'all keep me motivated and keep me on my toes. So shout out to y'all. Salute to y'all. You know, it's it's a big deal. 
Y'all can all y'all can go check me out on the MVC Streets and that's Streets with the Z YouTube channel for your um not anything goes podcast. Well, you know, I got some clips up there from the podcast that, that you know I've been doing. But you can go on there for the Central Stage podcast and the Legends of the Fall interviews. Um, both are just interview podcast platforms where I talk to the football legends from the city and I talk to the artists. They're all on the MVC Streets YouTube channel. And also follow me on Instagram, MVC underscore streets on IG for your Sunday sermons. That's something that I do every Sunday. I talk about real life problems, business world problems, and they're usually between five to ten minutes. Check them out. I'm talking straight to y'all, the supporters, because I love y'all. And I think sometimes it takes a person who's not afraid to say what other people are afraid to say to make people comfortable in saying what they want to say, if that makes sense. So that's what the Sunday sermons are. Also, y'all know you can follow me on Facebook, Travis Streets Bethay on Facebook. So let me get started because this rain is coming, the storm is coming and you know, it just look like it's going to be a mess, for real. And it sound like it's going to be a mess. But we're going to jump right into it. Since the last time I've talked to y'all, a lot has happened. You know, for one, shout out to Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for definitely securing that Super Bowl victory over the Kansas City Chiefs. I wasn't going for them, but I never shit or sleep on greatness. Tom Brady, you know, is arguably the greatest quarterback to ever live. I prefer Peyton Manning. I think he's the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. But Tom Brady, undeniably, seven Super Bowls, one without Bill Belichick and the Patriots. You know, he got six with them. But for him to go down to Tampa Bay, he had a stacked offense, I will not lie. And that defense was stout because they – put pressure and dominated Patrick Mahomes in that outstanding Kansas City Chief defense. But, man, salute to Brady. He did his thing, and he got number seven. Also, shout out to Cam Newton. You know, he's from – he's not from North Carolina, but he played for the Carolina Panthers – they ended up letting him go. He got on with the uh, New England Patriots. They only gave him like a million dollars last year, but he resigned this year. He re he resigned this off season. So shout out to him for securing the bag, fourteen million dollars on a one year deal. You know, so I gotta put that in there for my boy. Definitely um, became a fan of his when he was at Auburn. His first NFL game, he put up numbers, led the Panthers to the Super Bowl in 2015. Hasn't quite been himself since then, but I always want to see us win. I want to see a black man win. A black man win, I want us to always secure the bag and get to it. So I had to get that out the way as well. And I hope I'm not moving too fast. This is a rapid fire Thursday, but I just don't know how this weather is going to be. You know, and I don't want to have to cut myself off or whatever the case may be. Also, uh, well, I want to transition to something real. I want to transition to what's been going on in Atlanta and what's been going on with the Asian community. First, we're going to start off with rappers, um, businessmen, millionaires. You don't have to be a millionaire. People who come off like they have money. When you're going down here to Atlanta, and this is a place that I went to in uh, June. was down there. Juneteenth weekend. Had a good time. Loved the city. For real. Downtown Peachtree area. You know, that's, that's where niggas stayed. 
But when I go down to the A, this is my first time going, I like to walk around. You know what I'm saying? Like, wherever I go, I like walking around. I like touching the people. You know what I'm saying? I like being amongst the people. And when I was down there, you know, I noticed that um, things had been changing. You know, of course, we're under quarantine and lockdown. But I just, I felt like, man, this ain't the same Atlanta that I was coming to, you know, maybe twice a year, a few years ago. And I'm saying that to say this. Rappers, um, people with money, people who come off like they have money, be careful while you're down there. People are getting gunned down on the expressways. People are being followed. They're being killed. When I say gunned down, I'm talking about they're getting killed. Some in broad daylight, a lot of them at night. You know, be mindful of what you put out in that atmosphere. And it doesn't always have to be that. People are hungry. You know what I'm saying? People love to jack cars. They love to uh, make money on the side. It's a big business down there. When you're in a big city, there's money to be made illegally. So always be mindful of your surroundings. You know, check your mirrors. Saha the Prince, he really ain't, you know what I'm saying, on no BS, on no bullshit. They tried to take him out, man. So, you know, be mindful of your surroundings when you're down in the A. And if you're somebody that's about that life, if you're somebody that bangs, if you're somebody that, you know, likes to troll on the internet or whatever the case may be, whatever you do, be mindful of what you put out in the atmosphere. Because it will come back to get you. It will come back to haunt you. Karma is real. But I want to talk about the Asian community and what's been transpiring the last few, you know, few months, really, going back to 2019. No, not 2019. It might have been 2019, actually. But I know for sure last year I was seeing where the Asian community was being targeted by uh, white supremacy and hate, hate crimes, basically. And the other day, eight people were killed in Atlanta and outside of Atlanta by a white man, you know. And this, I mean, it was disgusting, you know what I'm saying? And, and to hear you know, how he's been depicted as having a bad day uh, to to um, people making excuses for him and not calling him what he is, which is a low-down piece of shit. Uh, you know, 21 years old, a domestic terrorist, those people who are innocent People. They didn't know what was going on. They haven't done anything wrong. Their lives were taken by someone who inevitably should have taken his own life if he felt some type of way or if he didn't like himself or he could have seeked help or the people around him could have got him help. But no, he wanted to go and take his frustrations, his sickness out on the Asian community. And this has been running rapid down there in Atlanta and Georgia, all over the country, really, because we've had incidents in New York. We have we've had incidents in California where elderly Asian people has been have been targeted. And this is because of who we had in a position of power, the leader of the free world of previous to Joe Biden was, of course, Donald Trump. And we all know Donald Trump is uh, racist for one. I think he's just, not. let's not even call him racist. He's just a hateful old man. You know what I mean? Like, he's just a hateful millionaire who says and does what he wants because he's filthy rich. 
has always been spoon, you know, had a silver spoon in his mouth. But when the world changed and the world shut down and we got this coronavirus, um, this coronavirus virus, <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but what else can you call it? This, this um, pandemic. He called it the the Chinese virus. And that right there was just a, to me, a linchpin of what was to come. Because now this man who's already been hateful towards black people, um, Hispanics, you know, Spanish people, he put a major target on the Asian community by saying that. And I mean, you say that for the world to hear you. You know, this wasn't just some uh, dinner talk or locker room talk or, you know, kitchen table talk with, amongst his family. He said it at a press conference and he was called out for it. You know, a reporter was like, isn't that racist? He's like, no, it came from China. But what you're doing and you're, you're talking to your base, which we know that your base is full of hate. You're telling them that these people, these Asian Americans or these Asians who are here, they're responsible or their people are responsible for everything in life, life as we know it, changing at the drop of a dime. You gave them the okay to be hateful and to discriminate against Asian people, just like you gave them the okay, which they didn't need because it's always been like this for my people, for black people, the African-American community, and my Latino uh, brothers and sisters. It's always been open season on us. It's always been that you can say what you want to say and do what you want to do. You can kill black people and nothing really happens to you. You did that to another minority group in this country. You gave white people the okay and the free will to go out here and to be racist and to be hateful towards this group of people. He knew what he was doing. Uh, just like the, the Capitol riots that happen after he loses the election. He doesn't want to give up his seat, so he speaks to his base, and they go storm the Capitol. Even before that day, they had that planned out of what they were going to do if they did not get their way. So this incompetent man, well, let me not even call him that. He knows what he's doing. This ignorant piece of shit. Because I don't want to call him a man. Let's call him a, a piece of shit. He says the most derogatory, negative thing to this group of people who are, a lot of them are poor, and then a lot of them are not. But the one thing that they have in common, I mean, it's not just white people. It's, you know, people of other ethnicities that just want to blend in to that whitewashed group of society who believes that they are more superior than everyone else. He got them to switch their attention to the Asian people, man. It, it, it just is sickening, man. So, you know... I'm sorry to the Asian community, the Asian Americans, you know, you know, rest in peace to those eight people who lost their lives. Rest in peace. Well, not rest in peace, but I'm sorry to the Asian people who have been discriminated against, you know, uh, for the past couple years. That's not becoming of what we want the United States to be. But this is where the United States is. This is what the United States is. You know, it's, it's full of ignorance. It's some amazing people here. It's some great people here. But it's also a lot of ignorant and hate-filled people here. And you know what? Our government 
doesn't govern everybody. They really don't. They govern the people who they've always catered to. And you can just draw that 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 picture and know who I'm talking about without me even saying it. They're going to cater to people with money and they're going to speak to people with hatred in their hearts. That's just how it goes. You know, hopefully this will die down. Hopefully, you know, that hopefully this was an anomaly. But we have to start calling this shit out. And we have to start saying that, look, these people are domestic terrorists. We don't need police chiefs or sheriffs or whoever is in a position of power to get in front of a camera and say, hey, you know, he he was having a bad day. And I know, and I'm going to say this. You didn't mean it the way that you that people are interpreting it, but that's why you need some PR practice before you get in front of people. Because I understand what he was saying. He was saying like he had a bad day, meaning like, bro, you fucked up. <laughs> like you fucked your life up. That's what he meant. But dude, you can't be that insensitive that you get in front of um, a podium and you say that. It's too soon, and it was it was rec- reckless, and it was irresponsible. But I, I get what you were saying. I'm not overly mad at you, you know what I mean, just because I, I heard what he was saying, and I understood. You know, the motherfucker was having a horrible day once he did what he was doing because your life is over. There's no coming back from that. And I don't want them to hide behind the mental health aspect of things. No, this dude knew what he was doing. Real talk. Like I told y'all with the last podcast that I did, which was visually, we don't get the benefit of the doubt. When you get knocked for drugs, you're going to do time. When you're in, you know, especially if you're black, you kill somebody and you're black, you're going to do time. You could be crazy as hell. And excuse my language, but we're just going to use that verbiage. You can need help. You could be bipolar. You could suffer from schizophrenia. You're not going to get that, that nod initially. Maybe later in the case you will, but initially, no, they're going to say you were a thug, you were on drugs, you needed to get high or whatever the case may be, but they're not going to give you the benefit of the doubt. And I don't think that we should be giving them the benefit of the doubt, but they control the narrative, they control the media, so it is what it is. But, you know, my condolences to the family, to the victims, um... You know, hopefully, like I said, things will change and they'll get better. But we've been going through this for hundreds of years and it's still going on. And it's going on by the same group of people. That's just sickening. So I want to get into a topic today. My main topic, my main reason for Hopping on here and doing this OG style. It's just me and the phone and the kitchen table. You should have seen like my son when I said, hey, I need you to be quiet. I'm about to record. He looking at me like, whoa, I ain't heard that in a while. Haven't heard that since last year, dude. But, you know, my Sunday sermon, in my Sunday sermon, This past Sunday, I said something, and it stuck with me. And I said, you have to name your price at the beginning. When you start doing something, when you're getting into podcasting or rapping or whatever you're doing, whatever, you know, entrepreneurial um, path that you're on, You have to name your price in the beginning. 
And I just want to elaborate on that. I want to expound on that some. Because I named my price in 2019. And I told myself that I would not lose myself doing this. I would not compromise my integrity doing this. I would not get on here and spew hatred or divisiveness or, you know, do what's popular. I would not get on here glorifying violence. I wouldn't do any of that. I might shed a light on it, but I'm not going to get on here and glorify it. I put that as a standard in the beginning. I used to struggle, and I also said this on the Sunday sermon. Like I said, you can catch those on the MVC underscore streets Instagram page, excuse me, MVC underscore streets, and on Facebook, Travis Streets, but they, I share it from Instagram to Facebook. But, you know, I talked about when... I started out, and you know, I, I mean, I used to struggle. I have content in my head every day. One of my goals for this year, and I don't mind sharing with y'all because I love y'all. I don't mind putting this out there. One of my goals is to be able to record every day, if not every day, a few times out of the week, no matter where I am, whether I'm here, whether I'm anywhere else, I can just record. You know, even if I have to do it from my phone, you know, I want to be able to to just talk to y'all because this is what I love to do. This is, you know, when you look at, at my podcast, if you're on the Anchor app or wherever you're, you're, you know, listening from, I don't know how it is on other platforms, but I know on Anchor, it's under personal diaries and journals. This is me you know, this is therapy for me. This is therapeutic. And I get to just just talk to y'all. You know, I really feel like I'm talking to each and every person that listens to me. And, you know, I would have all this content in my head, right? And it would be so hard sometimes to talk about what I wanted to talk about because I wasn't comfortable and I wasn't comfortable with talking about certain things because I wasn't living it. I felt like I was being a hypocrite. And, you know, I've had, I had people like tell me that, you know, that knew me that were close to me, um, that, you know, they were just being honest, like, you know, you're talking about this, but you're not really living it. And then it had nothing to do with, you know, like uh, Breonna Taylor or me being against violence. No, because that's really who I am. It was the other stuff, you know, when you want to talk about relationships and, you know, just just that, like that part of my life wasn't where it needed to be. So I would struggle. Some days I, you know, just would be like, I don't want to record because I want to talk about something. And I don't feel like I'm the right person to deliver this message. I had to take a step back, take a deep breath, reevaluate my life, look at what, you know, was before me. And I had to make changes because I wanted to get on here and be able to talk to y'all comfortably and freely. That was another uh, moment where it was like, name your price. You know what I'm saying? That was me saying, hey, I love this so much that I'm going to make changes. Keep following me. You get what I'm saying? Y'all keep following me. Keep keep listening. Keep tuning in. Don't, don't cut it off right now. Keep rocking because I'm getting somewhere. It was days where I'd be like, go to my car, sit down. And this is when I was blowing, you know what I'm saying? Like, and when I say blowing, I'm not talking about cocaine. I don't sniff cocaine. I don't do crack, but blowing is in, you know, I was blowing trees, you know what I'm saying? I'm smoking, I'm rolling up and I never wanted to get on here high, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I would have to, um, like, cause I, I would, I could smoke in the morning and I could be high all day. And I would be like on Thursdays, I'm not doing that. So 
that was a coping mechanism. I don't smoke anymore, but that was a coping mechanism. And, you know, I couldn't do it because I'm like, if I get high, I'm not going to want to record. It's not going to go well. I'm going to um, be like pretty much all over the place. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be, you know, sporadic and I'm going to forget where I'm at. And that's not going to be conducive to anybody. And um, that just what that wasn't what I wanted. You know what I'm saying? So I would have to thug it out. You know what I'm saying? And get through an episode. So keep following me. Keep rocking with me. That was me naming my price back then. So now we're going to get to the point to to where you get comfortable. You know what you want. You know what to expect. And you know, hey, it's time for me to, to man up and make changes. So I get past that, right? And I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all have too. A lot of y'all have moved past that. Like, boom, okay, I know what I want. I know what to do. So I come to realize that that isn't the only battle and the only struggle that you're going to come up against when you're in this walk of life. Me and you naming our prices at the beginning it's also when you start incorporating other people into your business and into your circle. You always, and y'all are always hear me say this, and I've been telling y'all this since 2019, stick to the script. Stick to your script. Stick to your plan and your goals. You have to. You got to be able to look yourself in the mirror every day when you're doing this, whatever, whatever that you're doing, you got to be able to look yourself in the mirror every day and be like, you know, I'm doing it my way. But your way has to be the right way. It ain't no shortcuts with this. If you do take a shortcut, you're going to end up failing. You're going to lose. That's just what it is. I'm not overly spiritual and religious, none of that. That ain't who I am. I talk to God like I talk to my brothers. You know what I mean? And my mom, she didn't understand that. She didn't get it. She like, when did you start talking to God like he was just a homeboy? And I was like, that was me, you know, being who I am. I had to be comfortable with talking to him. I'm not the the thou. I'm not that type of nigga. That ain't me. You get what I'm saying? So I'm not overly spiritual, but I I know God ain't going to be in the midst of you and you're, you ain't keeping that shit all the way live. You ain't keeping it a hundred. You got to be real with self. You know what I mean? So you always got to be able to look yourself in the mirror and be like, you know, I'm doing this shit my way. I haven't been doing that. You know what I mean? And I had to take a step back and be like, my nigga, you need to get back to it. And this is for everybody that's listening, that's going through that. Get back to you. Get back to your script. Do you. As long as you're not hurting other people, do you. Word up. Name your price in the beginning. How do you want this to play out? And stick to it. It's okay to deviate sometimes. That's what happens. But you got to always be able to realize and notice like, okay, this isn't what I really want. So I need to get back on course. Be mindful of the people that you have around you. I'm surrounded by some great people. But if you surround yourself around people who are 
attention seekers or people who don't really see your vision and they want to come in and interject their vision to yours, get away from them. Exit stage left and say thank you, but no thank you. Don't let nobody come into your realm and start fucking up your relationships with people, potential partners, potential investors. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't take credit for nothing my brothers are doing. That's what they're doing. If I can help them, I help them. I bring them value. You get what I'm saying? I play my part. And it's a small part. I plug them in. Like, boom, boom, boom. He's doing this, he's doing this, he's doing this. And I keep it moving. I don't need the recognition. And I'm not finna sit up here and tell y'all what I do for them. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because that's silly to me. I want to see them win. I want to see them eat. And they're not going to do that to me. Because you know what? They want to see me win. They want to see me eat. They don't need a light shine, you know, to be shown on them, if that's a word. They don't need that. They're going to stay in their lane. And they're going to bring value. And in turn, you got to look at yourself and be like, what do I want out of this? I talked to God last night. I told him what I want. I said in my will, like, hey, this is what I want. This is what I expect. This is what I'm going to do for you, too. It's a bargaining game. I'm like, yeah, I ain't did this in a long time. I haven't done this in years. I'm going to start doing that because I believe it's a blessing in it. You'll know that I'm serious. You know I'm serious about the work, but how serious am I? Okay, I can show you how serious I am because I'm going to do this right here. You got to be able to sit yourself down, have them tough conversations, and you got to keep moving forward. Hell, I feel better now just being able to talk this out with y'all to my men out there. Stand on all 10. We don't have to know your business. You need to know that you're handling your business, though. Stand on all 10. Mean what you say and stand on that. I tell y'all all the time, bro, I ain't the, man, I'm like 5'9", 5'10". I ain't the tallest nigga. I ain't the biggest nigga. I ain't gangsta, I ain't none of that. But I'm going to stand on business at the end of the day. I'm going to mean what I say, and I'm going to keep that shit moving. And for my, my men, especially my black ones, that's major for us. That's when you become a leader. Start thinking for yourself, start doing for yourself. You got to look on the inside, bro. You got to pull that shit out of you. And that's when things start to turn around. Man, this shit is a a, a, a marathon for real. Nipsey went in line. He named this price in the beginning. And he stuck to it. When he seen how things was going with that first deal and he was able to get himself out of that, he vowed not to get back into a deal until it was beneficial and right for him and his team. He named his price. He stuck to it, became disciplined. He was able to cash out at the end. We got to do that. You might have to hit stop. Well, not stop. You might have to hit pause a hundred times. Until you get it right. But if you set that that price and that goal in the beginning, before you get the riches, and you you stick to that script, not try, but you stick to it. Like I said, it's gonna you're gonna deviate sometimes, but always know 
what the goal is, stick to that. Y'all know I've had to hear pause a couple times. The people around me definitely know. I just don't stop creating the content to put out. So, you know, name that shit. Stick to it. Don't deviate from it. Always keep it in the back of your mind. I ain't selling myself short and I'm not selling myself out. I'm not compromising my integrity or any of that for nothing. If it's not right, it ain't. It's not right. (laughs) You can't put sugar on shit. Remember that. But before the riches come, and I tell myself, man, you think I don't want to make no money in this? I want to make money in it. But I know it take money to make money. I know it take discipline. It take better quality. It take time. It take effort. It take doing all these interviews. It take doing all these podcast episodes before you start getting it. Ain't no shortcuts. It don't happen like that. But if you love it, it's going to come to you. If you're just in it for the money, you're in it for the wrong thing. If that's how you're looking at things, man, money come and go. Gotta blow on that. It's gone. Shout out to my preacher. Because he always said that. Shout out to him. Word up. He always said that. Gotta blow on your money. You look up and you got $10,000 and it's gone. You don't even know where it went. You putting too much value in that. The value is in self. The value is in what you bring to the table. The value is in to your creativity. People going to pay you for that. But you got to stick to the script. You got to know this shit going to take blood, sweat, tears, and it may take years. But if it's in you, it's in you. You going to cash out. Don't worry about that. But don't put the cart before the horse. It is a process. You got to remember that. Speaking of money, and I'm going to end on this. Shout out to everybody collecting a stimulus check. This economy has been trash. You know what I'm saying? So Joe kept his word sending out bread, $1,400, you know, to everybody. This is the biggest stimulus um package that we've gotten and then it's fourteen hundred dollars per child. I don't know how many kids they stop at, but if that's a smooth twenty eight hundred for you, kudos to you. I don't care how you spend your money, it's your money. Handle your business though. And stop telling people when you get your money. Taxes are hitting, stimulus checks are hitting, people getting social security money People getting paychecks, people getting bonuses, people getting raises. Stop talking about it on the internet. Because you know what? There's some wolves out here that'll knock your head off for your money. They ain't got to get the actual cash. They can get your cards. They can make you go to the ATM and withdraw money. They can do whatever they, you know, whatever's in their heart. Because they hungry and they're greedy and they want your money. Look at what happened to with the, the family. I forgot where they were, but uh, the baby daddy felt like he was entitled to, to some money and he hadn't been handling his responsibility. He wanted half of his lady's stimulus check or taxes or whatever the case may be. She wouldn't give it to him. He killed her and a few other people. So, man, money makes people turn evil. It'll bring out the worst in you. I mean, not me, but it'll bring in the worst in people. So be mindful of that. You know, be mindful of what you're putting on the internet. We all, especially in Winston, we are all connected in some type of way. It's uh, no really degrees of separation. So we in a small city with a lot of people that know each other. 
And if a motherfucker like, hey, you know such and such, <laughs> they talking about all the money they got, where they be, I'll cut you wearing on it. Motherfuckers will backdoor you. Trust me. Word up. So be mindful of that. But I'm going to end it here. You know what I'm saying? I enjoyed y'all. I had to go OG with it. You know, I got stuff to do. You know, I got some runs to make. I got business to handle on my end. So y'all going to hear me next week, too. I'll be back. I've been neglecting y'all, but I'm back, I promise. So everybody who's listening, if you are not subscribed to the MVC, that's Emmons and Mary V. Victor C. Charlie. I do work for Novant Health, so I got to put that, you know, I got (laughs) to be clear with what I say. But you go to the MVC Streets YouTube channel, hit subscribe, man. Go through the catalog of videos, listen. You know, I came up on the year episode. It was episode 32 around this time last year that I recorded at the Open Media Lab downtown. I'm going to reshare that um, that video on tomorrow. I think it was either a year tomorrow or a year last Friday. Mom Dukes turned 65 last Friday, so my mom wasn't there, but I'm definitely going to share that video tomorrow and the clips. So y'all go check all that out. Again, follow me on the MVC Streets Instagram and on Facebook at Travis Streets Bethay. You know, if you are going through mentally, you know, if you're feeling down and out, Take a break from social media, log out from your phones, remember your, you know, your passwords because we all are going to get back on one day, but just take a break. Put your phone down, put it on, do not disturb. You don't have to talk to people, you know, you don't have to answer your phone. Your mental health is important. Y'all know how I feel about that, you know, so go for a walk, not today because it's raining, but you know, any other day, go for, go for a walk, go for a car ride, um, you know, do whatever you have to do except for hard drugs to get your mental in order. But also look at self. If you are the problem, you need to admit that you are the problem and then move forward. Because sometimes we will trick ourselves into believing that it's everybody else when indeed it is us. So we got to take accountability for what we're doing and what we're not doing. But as always, I love y'all and I will see y'all or talk to y'all again next week. I'm out.